No. Are you serious? What do you mean? <laughs> that's not what I think. Just a glass tell, of milk. Tell me that's a vanilla milkshake. No, just, just full cream milk. Who are you? Oh, just a guy that, you know, likes some calcium. That's disgusting. Do you know what that is? That's the jizz of a cow. It's really disgusting. What do you think it's about good. it? It is gross. It's fucking, it's fucking but weird. What's, what's, it's what's fucking any gross. different, you know, between drinking lake water, you know? Leg water, sweat. Lake water. Lake water. What's any difference? Yeah. I mean, it's just some other part of the thing, you know? Mm, yeah, well, kind of. Like, it's a liquid. Like, <clears throat> if it doesn't harm you, then I guess it's fine. And, like, gross... Wait, what? So what's the evolutionary purpose of us thinking things are gross? So that we don't get sick, right? Yeah. So if we get grossed out by something that's not going to make us sick, then... Then your body's just behaving badly. Yeah. Like, if you're being grossed out by something that's actually good for you, mm. then your body is wrong. Then your body's wrong, yeah. Yeah. So... So what's your point? They shouldn't be enjoying this nice cold glass of milk on a warm summer's day. No, my point is, well, now... Well, it was that, and now it's changed to... I shouldn't be grossed out by it, but I, oh, I really am. You've come around. I really am. I really am. It's like, you shouldn't be grossed out by the smell of this. I did get a waft of it as I came and sat down. Did you? Yeah. Your mum made a joke before as well. <laughs> she, she was like, what she didn't say was that she's used to you smelling weird. That's not true. I smell great. I pride myself on that. You kind of... Mm. I do, though. Yeah. No, no, don't. You, you got a little bit of the uh, cigarette whiff. Oh uh, yeah, well that's a given. Yeah, but <clears throat> no. Do you think? I, do you have you smelt me smell bad before? To be fair, not very often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll give you that. You do have a good, a good general upkeep. I think to non-smoke smokers. To, to a non-smoker, you put you put the smoking aside. Mm. Yeah, but some non-smokers can smell the smoke like that. Oh yeah, and non-smokers can't they smell have it. A sense they can, of smell, yeah, yeah. Well, they <clears throat> yeah, isn't that one of the things? Like, yeah. if, as you smoke, you lose your sense of smell. Yeah, you do. Or is that? Just but they taste? can't. Well, I can smell things. Yeah, probably, probably not very well. Right, but also I've got this big fucking nose. bung nose. Yeah, is so. it bung? Is it not even doing its purpose? Mm. That's a that's a double well, it's insult. Broken. Like it's it's bigger. Than an average nose, but it doesn't even smell as properly. God, you got well, a I had shit deal there. I had didn't corrective you? surgery. Nick. I had a, had a deviated deviated septum. Did they put it back where it was? No, we'll look Did at they it. Teach we'll it some manners. You mean look at it? I don't know what. What's the septum? Is it? Well, I don't know either. I just that's what I got, <laughs> you that's just what said I look at people. it. Is that the bent? The yeah. Can you see the curve? I can see a curve in the middle. Mm. Is that what a septum is? I thought a septum really sure. was inside. No, a septum. You say you have a deviated septum when you don't want to tell people that you've had cosmetic surgery. Um, we kind of made this public announcement now, hey? <clears throat> Do you know? Um, oh, I was meaning to tell you this the other day. This is a fucked up, <clears throat> fucked up thought thing that I had. So I was trying to fall asleep the other day, and it's really wanting to fall asleep and I needed to I needed to be up early but I'd just been on this um uh kind of spiritual journey no um rabbit hole of 
uh, 9-11 videos. Okay. <laughs> and um, just been watching like heaps of footage on mm-hmm. that before I went to, and then I was like, fuck, I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so I was standing there and so <clears throat> had stopped watching that and then was aw- still awake trying to fall asleep for about an hour and a half. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try and count sheep. Mm-hmm. And my brain, instead of going to sheep, went to sheeple, the people went, that don't understand that 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> um, my, this is really fucked up. Uh, this is not my fault, though. Okay. It's a thought that That's I have, not but it's a good... not my fault. Okay, yep. But instead of, instead of my brain imagining sheep jumping over, I don't know, clouds... What? what is what are you yeah people you're meant to count over like they jump over a stile oh. they jump over a fence yeah, like they, in a paddock yeah, it's like the what cows sheep actually jump over do the moon. cows jump over the moon yeah. which again is not clouds which is what you said mm. right but it, it is higher it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so if anything yeah. a cow is jumping over the clouds when it's mm. jumping over the moon so I, I apologize you have got me there so my brain, so I didn't intentionally do this, but my brain, instead of doing that, started imagining oh as, a, like a, as a counting device to mm-hmm. help me fall asleep. Mm-hmm. People jumping out of the train center. I, my brain just did oh it automatically. God. I'd been watching videos. That's how, yeah. that's what my brain went to. Yeah. But I you know, didn't actually, horrible. but you didn't persist at it. No, you weren't like, okay, great idea, brain. Now let's keep counting and try and get to sleep. It no. was just you thought of it and then yeah. you put it aside. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, hey, brain. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, no. stop it. That's a, no. Even I've got some boundaries. Time out for you. Yeah. Which is good because I need to fall asleep. Yeah. People have thoughts all the time, which no one ever knows, right? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's thought things which would never be externalized. Yeah. So you can't. You can't judge people by their thoughts, right? Can't you? I, reckon, I think you could. Because your thoughts are who you are. But some of it's subconscious. Like, it's not even something that you're controlling. Right. Yeah. Like, you're... Are you expecting people to judge you for thinking of people falling out of the World Trade Center after watching World Trade Center? I think people's... Like, some... People's reaction... That would be, oh, that's not, that's in poor taste. But I agree. My brain agrees that yeah, it, the brain was wrong. That yeah, it was wrong. Yeah, and it's written itself up a report card and given it to itself and told it that if it doesn't sharpen up, there'll be hell to pay. Mm. My my brain being this like shitty at my is just being shitty at my brain for thinking that. It's, it's so yeah, weird. But I mean, that's that's called like self control and <laughs> and self analysis and introspection and that's that's a healthy part of you know regulating your thoughts and actions, right? Regulating. Yeah, because <clears throat> the whole point is that everyone has impulses, right? Like that's that's like uh, lizard brain. Is an impulse brain stuff. something that you do? An impulse is something that you want to do. And it's something that you want to do. Yeah. So if we're so an impulse is like if you're standing on the edge of a building, everyone has that moment where they're like, oh, imagine jumping. Is that an impulse? That's an impulse. You don't do it. Oh, but it. you don't want to do it. But you're saying you d- an impulse is something you want no, to do. No, but like an, an impulse in that situation is like, oh, what what would it be like to jump? Do you know what I mean? Like it's that it's that yeah. do it kind of thing. Yeah. 
Well, you, uh, but that's an impulse. That? I bet you have that. I bet yours are yeah. really fucked up. What are yours? What are your oh, really but I mean, up? an impulse is everything. An impulse is, oh, I'm going to get that, you know, that chocolate. Oh, shut the... No, be real. No, you're but like, what are you I asking? Like, me? I mean, like, you know, like, you know those really fucked up thoughts. You're like at a, I don't know, dinner with your family and you just imagine like, what? Well, imagine if my grandma's head just got blown off. <laughs> I can't say I've had that one. Or like a... You know, um, you just like stab someone with a fork. Like I don't, I don't want to do those things. I just sometimes it passes through my head. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I can't off the top of my head think of things because by their nature they're like transient thoughts, right? Like if they're not something that you've actually considered seriously or fixated on, they just disappear. Mm. Um, so like I'm thinking to try and. Yeah, nothing. I mean, every now and then, you know, I, I suppose like questions of mortality are sort of ones like that where you're like driving down the road with people and you're like thinking, I, you know, if I swerved into traffic, like even 30 centimetres, yeah. like everyone in this car would be killed. Yeah. And that's, that's not classic. like an impulse because I don't want to do that, yeah. but I am aware of the fact <clears throat> that I'm driving a car at 60 k's an hour down a road and there's like half a metre between me and the truck coming the other direction. That is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Like... Well, that's one that of... You, that you... When, you, when you're driving down the road, you, you are... Like, the amount of trust that you are putting in every person that passes by, like... Yeah, I to mean... To not that's, do that. That's... Um, we've talked about this previously. That's why the introduction of, um, like, self-driving cars will be such a boon, and people will look back on this era when, like, humans were controlling... <laughs> Yeah. the interactions of these vehicles with yeah. each other as barbaric because it was, you know, a moment's distraction, you know, literally changing the song or, you know, a buzz from a phone in the seat next to you, even yeah. if you're not looking at it, just like that split second of inattention can cause literal fatalities. Yeah. I was thinking that on the when I flew in today mm. that I can just, I can already... <clears throat> I mean, Granted, I was flying with Tiger, so it's, already, it's <laughs> yeah, already, it's a real risk. A little bit. Yeah, but the like it's still a technology. Flight travel is still a technology that really hasn't fully worked itself out. Like we're in a small kind of tube where it's all compact and in terms of not, creature comfort of the passenger. Yeah, creature comfort. And it just it, everything's a bit clunky, and literally with Tiger, it is mm. clunky. Like. But see, clunk. when I was thinking about the other, because it's inevitable, right? When you're doing like travel like that, you can't help but think about it mm. um, because it's one of the situations where you're not in control. It's not like when you're driving. Yes. Um, but like I was thinking about it when I was flying over, how actually remarkably consistent they are. Like in terms of in terms of do you, you maybe there are delays, mm. right? Or maybe you know every now and then, like you get on a plane and then you have to get off it again because they can't get the fucking windscreen wipers working. Yeah. But. 99% of all yeah. flights just fucking happen. Yeah. And you go up in the air and it, everything plays out like clockwork. Yeah. You know exactly the words that the people are going to say. And you know that up, like 10 minutes after the first sting, they're going to push that drinks co- like trolley down the thing. Yeah. And then you're going to get 45 minutes of trivia on your screen. And then you land and you disembark in the exact same order. And it happens the exact same way yeah. every time. Yeah, and you never like... Honestly, the amount of flights that happen day by day around the world and there's not like a single accident yeah. 
and it, like maybe you hear like once every three months a plane like mm. skidded off the rain like the um <clears throat> the what do you call it the tarmac or something yeah. like that but for the most part it's basically perfect like as a safety record yeah i, I love this stuff like i've got this i got this app on my phone it's called like flight radar and you can but you can get a basically like a big map of the you get a thing of the globe and you can see all the planes mm. that are going at, at that time yeah at that time and so you're seeing like all these like patterns yeah. going across like europe all the all these planes just, and it's like ants like covered like at this moment there's like yeah fucking almost like it's like 50,000 people in the air or something five, right I, it's, I think it's more than that I think it's like 50,000 planes in the sky 50,000 planes yeah, we, yeah I think so we, oh that seems like a lot to me but you might be right well I mean I think about America you know there's 50 all the states cities, yeah. they're I all think flying it'd be, between it'd be more than that to be honest yeah I'd be interested to know actually you'll have to have a look at that app yeah um yeah, but in terms of actual like transportation safety, airline is basically mm. the safest. Yeah. Out of anything, out of it trains, is. out of driving, out of boats, planes, I think, have the best safety record. And it's funny that when when something does come up out of all those planes, something does come up uh, where you know um, it's got footage of like a plane, not not maybe not even crashing, but yeah. almost, like not quite getting the, the yeah. landing right. Um, it just because people irrationally don't trust air travel no yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's because of the, it's the whole like if it goes wrong it's unnatural it goes real wrong but it, it is very unnatural yeah. but i suppose i mean nowhere in our um evolution have we been traveling at yeah. you know rapid speeds yeah either so but yeah it is yeah, it is it's yeah. pretty funny that people do that but i mean you compare as well like high-speed trains to high-speed planes I don't know which one. I'd, I'd probably prefer to be on a plane, to be honest. If it's going to go wrong, I think I'd prefer to be on a plane traveling at, you know, that speed versus Why? a train. I feel like a train, if it, like, derails or something like that, you're just fucked. Like, you've got no safety precautions. With a with a plane, you know, they can, like, skid you onto a lake. They can get you out of the, uh. like, the doors. Like, there are trained people there for every cabin and one life jacket per person and all this kind of stuff. I thought you were going to say plane because it would be certain death. Well, if it, goes, if it goes bad, bad, then yeah, probably <laughs> wouldn't instantly die. But in terms of survivability, um, it would be uh, slightly better off. Oh, that's my man right there. Who's that? That's, 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 uh, my that's dad's Jeff watching through the window. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's not the he's police. Not the he's not the police. Cheeky bugger. It's funny. Well, welcome to Deep Four. I mean, can you believe it? It's uh, it's Christmas Day. It's not Christmas Day, but it's a it's a metaphorical Christmas because Michael, we're in the same room, yeah. and that room is outside. This is a podcast in which we talk about things and uh, yeah, just just have a chat. This is lovely. This feels like the 1930s. Yeah, this is what uh, like the rich, the rich people. Yeah, the intelligentsia would sit around and drink coffee in their coffee houses record podcasts I want one of those straw umbrellas <laughs> the straw umbrella yeah not just like for your drink but it like a life size umbrella yeah yeah cool that'd be nice uh, sitting through the air today Michael Zabrowski say hi Michael hello hello and uh, speaking in the chair opposite Nick Shader hi Nick hi hi Nick hi 
Um, apologies in advance if this audio is terrible, as we know. Anytime it's in person, Do you think it's, gonna be it's unreliable. I don't know. It's just, it's always fun to find out. It's going to be nice. going to have some birds chirping. going to have some it outside, really? some breeze. No birds chirping. It's literally a bird chirping. Oh, just to sensitize to um, I actually really noticed that coming back here. I, I, for as much as New Zealand is like island of birds and shit, you don't hear birds chirping very much. They're yeah. all just kind of like quiet. Over, over there, the birds sound like meh. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but coming back here, I was like, oh my gosh, there's actually way much, like way more surrounding noise. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so what did you want to talk about this week? I had a, a rough, rough, I don't know. rough I never thing. Know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I was just vaguely hoping you'd do some fucking work for once. I um, did. Oh yeah. I brought yourself. I already told like two stories. Yeah, yeah. You told. Yeah, yeah. People can listen back on those and reflect on their relative merit. Um, Topic-wise, there. This ties into. Uh, something that was brushed over in our last uh, podcast. Your, your look on your face is making me uncomfortable right now. Oh, uh, well, if you made me uncomfortable and you made our listeners uncomfortable. Oh, here we go. Because uh, you mentioned actively getting into fights. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and so this ties into an article I read the other day um, and the idea of PC culture and what you can and can't say. Mm-hmm. And basically, the uh, gist of it was a perspective saying that people should not stress so much about, uh, like, bad language and, uh, you know, racial generalizations or homophobic language or that kind of stuff. Because the alternative from a certain demographic of people, from working class, uh, but not exclusively, is actual violence. And that as an outlet, um, and this person writing from personal experience was saying that if the alternative was someone bashing someone walking down the street, that a homophobic slur or a racial slur was a preference um, to physical, um, uh, I guess, assault or something like that. So I guess my question is, is one related to the use of violence and what, what... what that kind of culture is these days and should be and why the fuck were you getting punched in the fucking face well do you think that there's ever a place for violence uh is it useful now because it was certainly useful well i think violence still has unquestionable deterrent effects right like deterrent effects as in people don't like physical <laughs> abuse right so well abuse is different to violence though oh, is it yes what's something that's abuse violent but one-sided. not abusive abuse is one-sided well okay that's true there are, there can be forms of violence which is you know in both directions like yeah. a fight yeah. is violent in in both directions yeah but i mean what's the def- what's the difference between like a violent fight and abuse um, well, <clears throat> abuse seems just fundamentally unfair. Like if it's, if it's a, f- 
a, like a, a fight between two people over I don't know what would it be over like what are the main things over women well I mean yeah partners well, yeah well like let's okay be yeah it's probably gonna be men yeah um, um over like territory. insult or yeah like like masculinity or something like that like status yeah um fights over I think well like again sort of retribution or like people start a fight or like or particularly if it's one sided like say if it, if if a parent like beats his kid around because the kid you know didn't rock up to school or stole 50 bucks out of his wallet or something like that yeah. as well like it, it people use violence as a disincentive i'm thinking when i think of abuse in that form i'm thinking my brain goes straight to um, you know seeing like in a nature documentary seeing chimps peek on a like a weaker chimp mm-hmm. to the point of death uh, because I mean why, why do they do do they do that because it it bonds the it like strengthens the core group if they if they kill the why, why do birds like, do it is it like unifying unifying for the for, for the, the strong, strong people ones. to have a focus for an outsider yeah and they, if they don't have like the weak ones slowing them down I don't know well that that would be two different potential things one is to is to strengthen the team by removing an outsider and I suppose like removing a weak link and the other is is like a unification thing of uh, many versus one kind of thing Um, I think I think that today there's no there's no real we should be using other methods apart from violence yeah but I think that our because our culture and our values move faster than our physical and biological evolution that there is there is something that we don't address as a as a society, which is when we say that we shouldn't just straight out violence is we shouldn't be using violence. Yeah. There is not that needs to be considered the the what's in our uh in what's in our DNA. Yeah. Which is we have had our we've had, had to fight. Yeah. Um and so it's it's not not as easy as just saying no more violence we're switching it off because our bodies are still built to fight and our bra- we've still got primitive brains in mm. in many ways and so we still have we still have that urge we need i think we need to find ways to kind of well i mean i think you can see it happening already when people are told you know usually usually men are told you know not to not to uh not to um, show the or display their aggression in, you know, towards other men, for example, <laughs> it it comes out in other ways because it's still there. It's not like it's disappeared. In what sort of other ways? Well, um, like psychological warfare, or do you mean more in like repressed kind of? Well, I was th- I I don't emotions. know. I'd be I'd be guessing, but I was thinking, yeah, aggr- well, still physical aggression, but directed elsewhere uh, I don't really know well I don't I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I mean it, as in towards like inwards to like possibly like yeah. someone you know goes to the gym to work out anger or something like that or do you mean more like gets home and rather than like beat his wife he like throws something at a wall 
um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. One of the um, one of the things that I I feel like in like a criminology class or something like that many years ago, um, I th- I think one of my tutors once uh, postulated that sport and and teams and, and that right. kind of thing was an outlet for tribalism. Yeah. And that basically if you if you took away like the grand final and you know this national code of games and and you know allegiances where it's like I'm you know I'm a crow supporter and you're a port supporter and we fucking hate each other. Yeah. Um if you took away any of that kind of outlet you'd have people rioting in the streets because yeah. it's through that kind of activity that people uh superimpose their own you know enthusiasm adrenaline testosterone onto others and that becomes like the replacement for their own physical aggression needs or anything like that yeah no that's that's a yeah that's a really good point like it it, what yeah sport is just it is sport is is like purely tribal is like violence but with the edges taken off yeah it's so it's so funny sport because I think there's there's definitely some comedian that did a, a bit on this, and they they said I can't remember who it was, but they said it's so yeah, it's so funny that people they always say we as a team when, uh, when their their team teams won a game, oh mm-hmm. we won. But the only thing that really remains in teams because everyone's drafting each other's players, mm. the only thing that really remains is the Guernsey. Because players get drafted all the time. Oh, they're the swapping players, every... The players don't have as much loyalty to the club as the fans do. So what are you really rooting for? Well, it's it's like patriotism, right? Because, like, people leave yeah. countries and, like, change flags. You can be a citizen anywhere. You don't have to stay where you were born, mm. be it a city or a town or a country. You can you can go become a Canadian citizen, and all of a sudden you're, you're swedging, uh, pledging fealty to a different logo. But like, if you've got like the Adelaide... but the people that make up a country are changing endlessly, yeah. and they're dying. You know, even <laughs> like even sport tends to be like like people aren't dying out of sport, but people are dying out of the country constantly. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't really. Un- I don't really understand. If, if you like barrack for the Adelaide Crows or something, and you you get what? Well, how how many players there were born in Adelaide? Like, I just feel I like know, what's yeah. the point of having. The, the city name then like I don't well because it's it's where it's based like that's not too hard but that's to... it but that's that's yeah but what else do you want that them... relevant do you want it to be based on star signs it's the Virgins this week <laughs> like, and everyone is um, yes. this actually sounds really yes, good yes I do let's play, let's watch an <laughs> AFL league where it's all based on star signs yeah and then it's only like well the Aquarians today taking on the Virgins <laughs> <laughs> Marcus oh no that's not even that's not the Oh, that's Mikey's horoscopes. And yeah. why are they called the Virgins? What do you mean Virgins? They're definitely the Virgins. <laughs> the Adelaide Virgins. I think you... <laughs> so it's only Virgos from Adelaide yeah. who haven't had sex. They've <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of pent-up enthusiasm, though, so yeah. it's good. Um, <laughs> the 72 Virgins. They've got 72 players. <laughs> <laughs> um, but any religion is worth it. Um, the... All religion... Oh, no, it doesn't work. Yeah, there's probably other ways that Took those religious far. conflicts are being taken That's out. That's the last time I try and modify sport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it like, there, there are obvious... That's obviously the like an outlet for what would have been, you know, either tribalism or, or like, 
physical aggression. Mm. Um, so you're saying you're you're confused by me wanting to get in the hit? Yeah. In the face. Well, you I mean like that whole story was very fucked up, um, but I I was caught up in the body horror of your vet dentist um, mm. that I moved past the fact that it happened because you were getting into fights. Was this the last podcast? This is the last podcast. No, I wasn't getting into fights. You were just getting people to punch you in the face. Yeah. I counted that as a fight, but I take your point. It was voluntary. Well, I think... <clears throat> I don't think it's... I don't think it's stupid. I think you're going to have to explain it. <laughs> there is... Listen, well, I think as maybe I'm, maybe I'm, um, maybe when I say that we've got this uh, leftover, like residual primal urge, or yeah. maybe not urge, but yeah, maybe urge. lizard brain, yeah, kind of. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just speaking from a personal place. No, I think that's generally true. Everyone has, you know. Like I said, the impulses or the 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 animal, mm. well, probably some more than others. But I, I I do feel, yeah, I feel like uh, I like. Well, I feel like I am missing some aggression in my life. You feel bit. like you're missing some aggression. You feel like you don't have an outlet for aggression. Or you feel well, like you I want... I don't feel aggressive, but... On the whole, but I... I don't feel like I have, like, all this pent-up aggression to give out, but I feel... I feel like... Like, there is definitely a part of me that... You know... I kind of... Miss, missing... It's like missing something that you never had. In a way. Okay. Can you elaborate? Oh, when I, when I used to play football, I... I I felt I used to love, you know, getting into you know I would I would well first of all I'd always be mouthing off and trying to get people you know before the before the siren went I'd be trying to like poke the player mm. like next to me and trying to get a reaction out of him. You mean physically poke or yeah like, yeah physically poke okay. and like try and wind him up and I wanted I wanted a big reaction and I wanted like someone to I wanted like a conflict yeah physical conflict Mm -hmm. I wanted it and I think now when I was getting people to hit me in the face well granted I was a bit drunk I probably wouldn't do it when I was sober but there there was like a well there's there is a definitely an an endorphin rush after that Mm -hmm. it hurts I can imagine yes but I think there's something about it that that feels really good as well something about being as in is it not. like is it uh, is it like uh, uh, like tempering steel like you you feel like you're strengthened by having endured yeah. it yeah maybe maybe something like that yeah because there's, so, there's definitely no sense of accomplishment or anything well but it yeah. sounded like you were saying there was a sense of accomplishment well not accomplish not that feel accomplished it's survival but yes like I think it's that kind of overcoming like, like oh that didn't that didn't hurt me too bad. Like it felt rough, and I feel like I got a knock. But I think maybe maybe it's just like a rush of testosterone, and maybe that's maybe I'm just doing it because I've felt a, a lack of testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gives me a momentary spike. Yeah, 
<laughs> so you said that in past tense. Is it not something you've done in a while? Um, no, I haven't because I lost my tooth and I got a bit scared about it. Yeah, well, repercussions for behaviour. Mm. Um, okay, well, I, I, I guess I understand it. I can't say I'd ever encourage it. Yeah, well, I think... It, I mean, it, part of it sounds like like you need... This, this is coarser than it, I intended, but it sounds like you just want like a high of some kind, like either like an adrenaline rush or an endorphin hit or something. Yeah, that might be true. Um, but the other part of it sounds like needing an outlet for something. Mm. Mixed in with... Well, I don't know. I don't want to say that. But, um, yeah, like there could be other ways to get that endorphin rush. Like even like isn't going to the gym... What, that you feel good after work now. Yeah, it's. I think it's a similar kind of feeling, but um, it's kind of like. Do you ever? Sometimes I just like think about. Sometimes I really. I'll just be like in my rooms, you know, on my computer or something, and I just feel this like deep urge to just like go on a roller coaster. I was like, I need to go on a roller coaster. Um. I can emp- uh, sympathise, but I I can't say specifically I've ever been like I just need to fucking yeah. you know go bungee jumping. It might just be a personal thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I I don't think that that's abnormal. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like thrill seeking. Yeah, I think it's probably a whole bunch of things. I should probably go speak to a therapist about it or something, should I? Well, it probably would help. I'm not really a licensed professional. I do have a short fuse though. But I haven't been angry in a while, but that's what my brother and my sister always kind of made fun of me, because would, I wouldn't... I'm quite placid most of the time. But then if something... My blood goes from... It you know, boils from zero to a hundred in a matter really of quickly. seconds, rather than building up. It's just like... Yeah. It's a short fuse. It's not a slow burn, it's like a detonation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it is worth going to talk to someone about. Yeah. Well, well it, hasn't been, it hasn't really been a problem. No, other than that time that someone punched you in your face and broke your tooth and you had to go to a vet dentist to get it <laughs> fucking removed for $29. But other 28, than, mate. 28. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'll, I'll, pay that, I'll pay that dollar back. I thought I jumped on that detail. Yeah. I was like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Completely All of your points are wrong. <laughs> the whole thing. There was a slight inaccuracy. Mm. Yeah. Does well, Mr. Poopy ever do a poopy on the, um, on the lawn? I've never seen... Well, actually, maybe. Does he consider it lawn? It's a uh, poppy and it's a she. That's <laughs> why um, I, I was close. Yeah. We call her poopy. It's You're Mrs. Not, poppy. It's Mrs. Poopy. It's Mr. Poopy. Um, it's not Mr. Poopy. It's so Mrs. Poopy. Does she think it's lawn? It's I don't fake. think she thinks it's it, it lawn. It is fake lawn, though. Yeah, it's fake. Um, I think she does poos everywhere. You're sitting in one right now. I was imagining this morning what it's like to be a lizard... Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, you know how you see, like, if you were a lizard, you'd see, like, legs moving, like, and you'd feel the vibrations and everything. But wait, a lizard... Little skinky lizard. I was the little skinky lizard. But lizards... My place. But do, are there legs in front of their heads? Wait, what? No. No, they're imagining. No. Oh, so you're so you're a skink lizard. and you're looking up at human legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sorry. you're watching your own legs in front. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a little skinky under like yeah, a yeah. rock. 
do they do they even do they think oh that's another creep that's another creature is that just like that's just movement part of like something I need to watch out because they wouldn't be able to comprehend but that's like I think they probably think it's a creature right I think I think if you got up close and like put your face next to it they'd be like eyes like breath movement they'd probably like it would trigger the whole like predator kind of sense well what about they wouldn't be like that's a that's a weird piece of the ground what about like kangaroos on like a highway or something would they like seeing cars go yeah that's different eh would they think I don't know what that interpretation would be it probably wouldn't be predator right I mean mate well I don't know it makes a noise that would like to like move you'd avoid the noise right but so does like rain and stuff yeah I think they would think it's part of the environment because yeah. you, know, you know what you know what the great thing is about global warming I'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> to find out uh-huh. <laughs> is that like go on <laughs> report yeah. um is that like we're all like oh shit like we should we should be nice to the planet for like not just us but for the animals too but you know what the animals don't even know they don't even know that we're doing it yeah like they're just like oh shit where the fuck did all that ice go like we're all in it together aren't we humans um they don't know that we've done it yeah they're they're just thinking if i had fucking opposable thumbs (laughs) i would be like right there with them fixing this problem but because I've just got like two talons, nothing I can do, mate. It's all on you guys. <laughs> you got to cover this. Do you think they'd think like because we all wear clothes and stuff? Do you think that we speak for yourself? <laughs> well, we just saw that guy earlier today, like stroll past in oh, like long what pants. Was that? I don't know. He was walking real like. Like, he was enjoying himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a shirtless guy that walked past us while Michael was having a cigarette. Not just... Um, he was a... He was, he was overweight. A he was large. He was a large man. But he was shirtless, but he had full pants on. And socks. And socks. So he, it was like, he was cold from the waist down, summer from the waist up. Mm. But it, it was not like he was, like, rushing to go put a shirt on. No. It was like, this is how I'm going out. And I'm, you know, body proud. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was... Because it's, it's quite a threatening thing to just be like... It's like, oh, God, this is someone who's going to... Yeah. It's threatening because it's unpredictable. If he was and attractive, it's, as... it's fine. But he was not. Yeah. There are rules well, on this. You can be shirtless in public if you've got six-pack. Uh, That's well, true. I think That's what... true. People... Like, if you're walking <laughs> around... You're like a dude, bro. You've got your board shorts on and flip flops, shirtless. You're allowed. It's that's that's societally allows that. People that are um, can't be a shirtless accountant. It's it people that are <laughs> men- mentally like ill, like proper, like gone. Yeah, who can whistle? Yeah, probably don't have six packs. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that society-wise, we don't trust unfit shirtless people because they could be insane. Well, you'd assume that, like, if you if you saw a, if you saw a a guy with like a good physique out there, yeah, you'd be like, well, he's probably he he's probably a bit problems. cocky, but he's probably yeah, he's probably not. 
crazy. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. I looked in this guy's eyes today. <laughs> I looked into his soul, man. Yeah. Um, and all and I saw was sadness. I, I, <laughs> and I thought he'd be like, I thought I'd, I'd see some, <laughs> some sign that he was like a glimmer not quite of happiness, there. or. But he looked, he looked normal. No, see, I thought the opposite. I Did thought you? when he walked up, like I was a bit like, hmm, this guy. Not getting great vibes from. No, I definitely wasn't getting a good vibe from him. Right, but but you thought he's just like a normal guy putting off bad vibes. Yeah, I think like he's probably gross. Okay, like he's creepy, but he's normal. Yeah, I don't think he he didn't look like mentally ill or anything. No, just deluded. Yeah, <laughs> well, it didn't help that you you yelled out, "Nice body, man." <laughs> And then he just like covered up his nipples and kept walking. <laughs> and then he got embarrassed. Yeah. Don't. Just... It's the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Just headed to the beach. <laughs> it's a 25 minute drive. Do you guys know where the beach is? I got a bit turned around. <laughs> um, You're in the burbs, man. In the burbs. Uh, should, we, should we do a, a wee old uh, segment, eh? Yeah. Just, uh, just sure. put, put, the, put a cap on it, you know? Did we solve any uh, issues? We never do. Well, I feel like we actually kind of wrapped that up in a fairly... Like, in terms of the agenda of today, mm-hmm. what's the purpose of violence in today's society? Point one. Mm. Why did you get punched in the face? Point two. I think we can safely say that we've addressed at least somewhat. Well, actually, one of the things we didn't say about the whole violence thing was whether or not uh, we should be more tolerant of... Uh, bad language or or like verbal abuse or that kind of stuff with the understanding it's a replacement for physical violence. Do you think that there's any merit to that? That if, if the alternative is people have been like growing up in environments where people be bashed for being gay or like attack people of different cultures, so is we- it all right to... Uh, it can, should we at least recognise that a, a slur is a step up? So... Uh, so was the person saying that if they don't, you don't have a verbal outlet for it. If you don't have like, like, right, like, um, uh, fuck, what am I thinking of now? If you don't have like a verbal outlet for that stuff, then it's going to be physical. Like people, I, I think that they're that they're saying that the inclination could manifest in multiple ways, and that as middle class liberal like privileged people who've never grown up in rough areas or anything like that no experience of how bad actual interactions between people of you know different races or something could be mm-hmm. like to look down at people that use that language and say oh you shouldn't say that you know yeah. we, we have other ways of dealing with this now but that in reality for those demographics some of those demographics the alternative has been physical abuse and it was basically, I think the title of the piece, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, uh, was In Defense of the Working Class. And the, um, you know, quote unquote, the un-PC stuff that they still do. Because it, they saw it as a, as a preferable outlet to that physical violence. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to have to read it because I'm not really seeing the connection there at all. Like, I don't really know. Like, I, don't, I don't agree with them. I'll, I'll flick it to you, and you can have a look. But do, what, what, why, why do you not think that it's um, the same outlet? Like, if you let's say you you hate like Indian people, yeah. 
could you not see that calling someone an Indian slur is an extension of the same, you know, animosity towards them that attacking them or throwing something at them would be? For- yeah, I can, I can. But I so is it not preferable that it, it's a word slur versus a physical but, attack? But why, why is the, why are they the choices? Why are we choosing? Well, because one of them is, is preferable to the other, right? But I don't understand why there is why we're having to make a preference. Because the suggestion that everyone should be at uh, middle class liberal levels of um, PC awareness and you know racial harmony is unrealistic. Oh, okay, so they're talking about like on a. They're saying that the the expectations for what is um, reasonable PC content is actually classist, and that that's something that uh, liberal oh, okay. middle class people have the expectation of because they've never known consequences that were anything more serious than yeah. non-violent, you know, consequences. Right. But the the idea that everyone should just hey, just just be you know live in harmony with people and don't don't be racist and don't you know be homophobic and that kind of stuff is unrealistic. Yeah, I don't think that's a practical approach to solving racism or homophobia. No. But if if it's I th- I suppose the, like the perspective of the article is to try and get some tolerance of the fact that that is still that a, a racial slur is still a a preferential step to other, you know, more violent acts. And there's still something about that I'm not getting. Like the, I don't, I don't understand what the preferential. I don't understand that. You don't understand why. I just that's don't better understand than, why we're talking about preference. The, the 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 point is that people are not going to magically stop being violent and just start living in racial harmony. But if if calling like someone a racial slur. Um, is enough of an outlet that they don't physically attack someone. Right. That that is better. Uh, okay. That okay, is okay. that is preferential. Okay, got it. Yeah, I was thinking about it from the wrong side. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll send you the article and you can have a read of it. Yes. But I just found it interesting to to basically see PC culture framed as classist where the privilege of being able to deal with language in that way is not actually something that's Universal, mm. and that it's actually it could be a response to violence as well. Okay. So that was that overall connection. But anyway, should we uh, should we do a segment? Yeah. Let's, what are you feeling? Let's leap out of racism and into uh... mysticism. <laughs> um, we could do Marcus horoscopes. We could check the mail. We could we could see what George Clooney's been up to. You could get some science news. Uh, you could apologise for something. <laughs> uh, just just rattling it through. It sounds the like when you oh. slip it in like that, like you want me to apologise. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You could, you could apologise for what you said earlier. Uh, we could guess pasta, pasta who, pasta why, pasta why. It's uh, why pasta. That's why you're not the jingle guy. That's not the jingle guy. That's why they pay me the big bucks and they pay you nothing. Have you been getting money for this when I've been paying for this podcast? Fucking despicable. Um, What are you feeling? I'm not feeling that silly. You're not feeling that silly? Mm -mm. Okay, let's have a very serious moment. 
Cleaning news is good. Cleaning news. Oh, last time it didn't actually, go so well. Yeah, well, it's because it's a shit segment. Um, <laughs> hey, that's enough of that. We have to be very supportive. Clearly true. That's why we do it because it's shit. Um, uh, did you hear about this? Uh, this is not so much a segment. It's a topic. Yeah. Well, not not so much a topic. Nick. Is this a lean-in moment? Well, I have leaned in. You have leaned in. I've leaned in as well. A commensurate around. Um, where is your dad sitting right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't see through the window. He's watching us somehow. Um, did you hear about this uh, UFO thing in the Pentagon? I did and see that. This tickled my pickle. Tickled your fizzle. Tickled my, tickled my pickle. <laughs> tickled my nickel. Um, sorry <laughs> let's um well that's ruined that hasn't it we're not going to be able to <laughs> we're not going to be able to talk about that anymore um i, I did i'd see... be able to write you on a separate note related i think oh no i should just do it just gonna... finish like one sentence no i've got too many um i'm gonna write you a valentine's day card i don't you've ruined it now Nah, now I'm going to know who it's you'll from. Forget. It does not sound like me. No, it doesn't need to be secret. What's the point? Well, is the point of Valentine's Day cards to be secret? Isn't that the whole thing? Isn't that what like Lisa Simpson goes through? Like she gets handed a card and oh, like you try and work out who gave it to her? Yeah. Just yeah, just use the one example from the Simpsons that you know and use it as to, oh, yeah. well, they, they you, sure, you turn my favorite well, show they against didn't me. Didn't do that in the Simpsons. <laughs> Okay, yeah, well, it's because it's not really like a, a classroom activity in Australia. But no, go on. Yep, you're going to write me Valentine's Day card. Yeah, and it's just going to be... I'm going to use the word pickle, nickel. I'm going I'm to write a poem, and it's going to be a love poem. And it's going to just be all ickles. <laughs> full, full Can you give me one, one stanza? Okay. Stanza? Okay, well, you know, give me a couplet, Tiny a rhyming couplet. Stanza. Um... Uh, okay. <laughs> this is, this is, oh man, this is, must be how Eminem feels. Um, so I, I think this, uh, this is actually potentially a very good service that we could offer people going yeah. forward. If they, you know, have a loved one in their life that they just don't know what to say to, mm. you know, and it's, you know, at a certain point you've hit year seven in marriage and you're running out of things to talk about. It's like Syria. Yep. Done it. Uh, <laughs> Is there a God? Tick. Yeah. <laughs> Running out of things to talk about. Actually, Running out of messages for those special someones in the cards. <coughs> we can offer a Valentine's Day card writing service. Oh, this could be a new segment. Yeah, and no, that, that's literally what I just said. Well, well, how come it took me 0.3 seconds and it took you a fucking... Because you said it was doing the fucking groundwork. Um, can you just, so can you we just, just need an occasion and a name. An occasion that's and it. a name. We'll write you... A, a wee poem yeah so if you write us in this week we'll do Valentine's Day and yeah. Nick and the Nick just as yeah. a, to get the ball rolling okay. yeah so Valentine's Day mm-hmm. Nick and you've promised me some equals yeah well obviously okay well I didn't it's going to be it's going to be a lot cruder if it's going to be rhyming with X <laughs> yeah. so let me tell you're fully that. sick <laughs> yeah that's what I'd, that'd be glad three yeah okay oh my sweet little Nichols you really tickle oh no I can't do that 
Oh, my sweet little Nichols. I know how you loves them pickles. Nick, tick. Okay, ready? Ready? You ready? Are we going? Uh, yeah, so I'll just count you in, and then that's when we'll start. Okay. <laughs> three, two, and I'm, I would just, I won't say one. I'll just give okay. you three, two, and then I'm going to do a one right. with my finger, and like, then that's when like we go. Back on TV. Back okay. on TV. Okay, three, two. Oh, my sweet little Nichols, I know how you loves them tickles. You, you want to, you want a good pickle? It's going to cost you a nickel. But you don't get to choose what the stickles is. <laughs> Why did you go for a limerick? You know. went for a limerick vibe. Right. But you went for a limerick where lines three and four also rhymed with the first two lines. Well, I was I was in a state of you were... panic. <laughs> by the <time laughs> what? By the time you, I got to line three, you didn't. I didn't you, know. you weren't on top of that. Are you no. saying that you were just? Making that up as you went along. Yeah. Oh man, so. I could not tell, and I'm touched. I hope Dr. Dre is not listening to this. Um, I'll have He's to so tell. I'll send him a message in advance and just say skip episode eighty four. Hey Dre, you're gonna want to hear this kid, this newcomer. So if uh, if you want, you know, a special message for a loved one, we can um, do bar mitzvahs. We can do weddings, uh, funerals. Um, funerals. We just, do one. Yeah, just if you know, you don't know the words to describe. You know how you felt. Um, we'll we'll write you a rhyming limerick. No, it should have been. Uh, I know how you love them pickles. So, do I get charged more if you go back and you give it like a second crack? No, we'll give you a complete package. So okay. So it's it's an all in one. It's a complete package. package. Okay, it right. might take me thirty seconds. It might take me a couple of months. And does this get like handwritten onto like a nice piece of like cardboard? Um, like, Look, if someone is going to email us in, mm-hmm. and they want that, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking post it. I'll do it. Wow, that is a that is a hell of a commitment. I will do it. I'll print it out. I'll put it. I'll buy you. I'll buy your card, and I'll scratch out the whatever they've written in there, and I'll write it. But don't ruin the magic. You yeah. know, leave it there. Leave it. You know, congrats on your anniversary, and then just write the message. And then if they want to reuse it, they've still got the front of it. You know. Yeah. Or we could do it for other people. Like, if you say, oh, I've got my grandson's birthday. <laughs> I love the idea that someone's <laughs> grandfather's listening to this. Yeah. Or um, mother. Got, I, I've got my grandson's birthday coming up, but I just don't know what to write him. I don't, I don't know what he likes. I don't know what he, what he dislikes. But Deep I know, Ford, he, I know he likes just, a rhyme. <laughs> he loves a good rhyme. Dean Ford, can you, can you do me a favour and write a card for me? Yeah, that's what they did. That's what they did in her. Do you remember that movie? Uh, cards uh, in the future with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, gift cards, not credit cards. Gift uh, what? You said credit cards. Did it? Yeah. yeah. If you like this kind of nonsense, well, I have great news. We have more of it. It's at deepfort.podbean.com, but you can also find us on iTunes. And if you're there on iTunes, give us a fucking rating. You know, I mean, geez, you've done all the work. Just push the button. It's not that hard. Yeah. Deep4 at gmail.com for your questions and your greeting card requests. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash D4 and Facebook.com forward slash D4. That's all. That's all. That's enough. Wow. That's the basics. We're going dinner tonight then? Yeah. It's, it's what, 4.44. What time is it now? It's 4.44. You probably go home and get changed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I mean, if, if I was going to pick 
one thing. <laughs> just, just as a personal request. Freak. You are a savage little guy. I'd offer... Um, savage little man. I'd offer you one of my shirts, but you're a bit fat. I'm not fat. I bet you're, you're fat than me. You've got more... I reckon you've got more body fat than me. How many... Okay, we'll say at the same time a percentage of body fat. All right. Okay, Three, well, two, know. one, four. Eight. Double. You double the fat as Four percent. Who measured that? It's just science. I've never seen you topless. Scientists. I just realised that. That's, that's a weird thing to realise. Yeah, we've never been we've about... been around water. I mean, we've seen each other's dicks, isn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we have ever been swimming. You, have we? I can't think of any situation where we would, like gone to the beach or something no oh no we've been around a pool when oh Lisa's house yeah but swimming don't know I think we were physically next to a pool but <laughs> yeah. that's that's not like implying that everyone takes their tops off yeah, that's a bit weird is it you would have seen me topless though yeah you're a bit you flaunt it you're like that guy walking down the street earlier so crazy in his eyes and yeah I have the body of Philip Seymour Hoffman I re- did you read that article from his wife this week that was powerful yeah that was really something yeah I felt like so much like empathy it was crazy yeah particularly like I hadn't realised that his kids were so young like how they're, old are they? they're like 8 10 and 11 or something like that yeah, yeah. I just struggled to Reconcile the fact that someone who's he's a he's a genius, like one of the best actors of all time. Yeah. And then also having this like vice that's this endless like, addiction problem. How, how do you juggle that? That's that's a yeah. Pre, that's pretty. Like I want to say impressive in a way. Like to yeah to have both of those things. Yeah. Like it just um, speaks to how natural it was to him in a way. Well, I suspect that part of it's connected right like if if you if you dedicate yourself into one passion as a as a you know way to address or ignore or bury some other kind of problem like you you take whatever energy would have been devoted to that addiction and you put it into acting well i wonder if you like when you're acting you're giving emotion and yeah catharsis of some kind or emotional Maybe there is a finite amount of emotion you can give and then possibly filling it with... I don't know. I mean, there are certainly... I'm, I'm sure there are actors who have never needed to rely on that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, do you think true. Meryl Streep is... Like, she goes home and she's just like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that oh, Mamma Mia scene it. was I fucking something. I always love it. There's a Mamma Mia too coming out. I saw that. God almighty. I thought they covered all the ABBA. Maybe not. Can't say that word anyone it. (laughs) 